Welcome to Kingdom Mothers Rise Up, where I encourage and equip you to heal your heart and renew your mind so you can live the fully abundant life Jesus promised you. Let's go. It's time to move. Today, I want to talk about how our relationship with our kids impacts their relationship with God. So as Christian moms who know and love the Lord, one of our biggest passions is for our children to know and love the Lord as well. And how do we do that? And I think a lot of times um, focus on like memorizing scripture and teaching them truth and like all of those things are super important. How we see our parents when we are young greatly impacts how we see God for the rest of our life unless we intentionally work on that. Um, And it correlates, it's not always strictly true, but it correlates to your relationship with your father, how you see your father, how you feel like he sees you, impacts your relationship with God the Father. And fathers are supposed to protect. They are supposed to um, build your identity and provide. So if you have issues around feeling protected around trusting for provision around understanding who you are. They're probably connected to your relationship with your dad. And it's not in a, like we're going to go on a witch hunt and blame our parents for things. It's just God put us in families to model what love looks like to model how things are supposed to be. And we're broken and live in a sinful world. So that doesn't always work out. Um, but it doesn't mean that we're doomed because God is a God of redemption and reconciliation and restoration and all these things. And we get to partner with that. Um, So your relationship with your mom greatly impacts your relationship with Holy Spirit as Holy Spirit's primary job is that nurturing and um, training the things that, you know, the mom usually just, you know, the nurturing and constantly there and, seeing what you need and teaching you what you know, need to know those kind of things, the comfort. Um, And then your relationship with your siblings greatly impacts your relationship with Jesus. And I don't really know how that works. If you're an only child, I haven't like studied this in depth, but I've seen it to be true and I've had some training in it. Um, And so if you're an only child, it's probably more like your close friend group or something like that. Um, so like if there's competition and comparison and rivalry and whatever, like that's not how it is with, with Jesus. So, um, all of that background, just to say, that's what came to mind when Tegan shared with me, um, I was going to doodle and I was like, Hey, do you want to doodle? She's like, well, I'm like, well, if I draw it for you would you want to paint it? And so she was good with that because she, you know, I don't understand how I'm still working on if it's her personality or if there's um, lies and things that we need to work on in her, but she doesn't want to draw it because it's not as good as mine. And it's like, well, yeah, I've had like 40 years more practice than you. So this makes sense. But, um, She's like, yeah, I want you to draw away. I've been feeling. And so I'm like, okay. So she tells me, you know, I wrote down, I didn't get her 
thing to show you. I don't think you'll really be able to see it through her painting. Um, as she said, when I feel like you are mad at me, I feel like you are a huge boulder resting on me and keeping me from walking over to God and saying, here's my problem. Feeling distressed on this journey is really hard. And so like, I kind of want to laugh at that last sentence just because it's like, you're five. How do you talk like this? But she does. It's exactly what she said. Um, and so then I asked her if she could recognize what the truth was. And she said, there is a God and I have more than mom to count on. Because we'd had a little bit of conversation about how me being angry and not making room for her emotions. Um, like she was trying to count on me and she couldn't basically. Um, so the truth was there's a God and she has more than just me to count on. She can go to God without me. Um, but that's hard when I feel like I'm this big boulder that's in her way, blocking her from getting to God. Um, and then she said, I need mom to be nice. I need cuddles, story time. I can say I need a break to be by myself and pray. God replies and takes my problems away. So, um, I don't know. There's so, so much in this, but I'm going to start with the blocking, blocking her. You know, that's what she's sharing. That's how she felt processing this. I drew the top picture of I'm hindering her and she wanted me to draw her in her bed um, because that's usually like it's time to go to bed. I'm done for the day and that's when she wants to bring things up and talk to me about things. So she's in bed and I'm this big boulder on her feet blocking her from taking her things to God and um, I just felt like it's such a powerful picture of how my bad attitude and my being like, I'm just done. I don't want to hear about the stuffed animal that you can't find or, you know, whatever thing that to me isn't a big deal, but to her is a big deal that really I'm telling her how she's feeling and what she's experiencing isn't important. And if it's not important to me, why would it be important enough to take it to God. Why would God care if your own mom doesn't care? Definitely like a big ouch, but also like just so insightful. And I guess like how the Lord's correction comes with the ability to do something about it. Because instead of like, oh, I'm just such a terrible mom and I'm hindering a relationship with the Lord and just of like, oh, this is what my behavior is doing. And since this is what my behavior is doing, I need to change it. I need to figure this out. I need to figure out what to do with my own emotions, what to change at bedtime, you know, making sure I'm checking with her earlier in the day so we don't have these bedtime conversations or just like reminding myself, like, no, I'm not going to be that boulder. I'm going to be the open, welcoming place where she can share her feelings and her experiences and have them validated instead of having them discounted. I don't know. I don't, I hope this is connecting the way that it connected for me, that it just, how I'm responding to her is teaching her how her emotions and experiences should be responded to. 
And thankfully, there's enough other relationship and enough enough other conversation that she can come back and be like, no, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. I don't like this. And thankfully, I've grown enough to be at a place where I can hear that and not have it be a big condemnation and woe is me and all of that. But instead be like, yeah, this is information I need to hear and there's things that we need to change. So what I want is the connecting. So I did a picture of her laying in her bed and I am holding her hand and I'm reaching up and holding the Lord's hand. Like I am the connection. Their relationship at this point, because she's only five, she's not responsible for her own relationship with God yet. And it's a gradual connecting, like bringing them closer and closer so that when she's ready, I will step out and she will hold on to God's hand directly. And I can still be there to coach and be a friend and everything, but I'm not, it's not my permanent place, but realizing like for now it is, it is my place. I can't expect her as a five-year-old to just go to God when I'm being this massive block instead of being the connection that I should be. So I have the honor and responsibility of connecting Tegan to God. I do this by making space for her emotions, even when they come at inconvenient times. And I demonstrate that she is important and that I have the time and energy for her just as God does. Your, our goal is to model the love of the father. And obviously we're going to fail because we are human and we have lots of emotions and lots of things going on. And when we do fail and let them down, we can apologize. We can ask for forgiveness. Um, we can show that there's second chances. We can show that it's okay to be learning and it's okay to make mistakes as long as we clean up the mess that we made. Response to your own emotions or to your child's emotions is to shut them down, not have time for them. Then that's the message that they're getting and maybe reflecting how were how were your parents? How did they treat your emotions? And that it's not this separate emotional thing, like just, you know, they're just emotions or whatever. It's not a separate thing. It's part of who we are. So much a part of who we are that it impacts our relationship with God. If I think my emotions and my experiences don't matter, I'm not going to talk to him about them. And we're not going to have a very authentic relationship because I'm not going to be fully showing up. And that's true in our human relationships as well. Thank you for listening. If you have questions, if you, if this is helpful, let me know. And if this is like, okay, that's intriguing. Like what more do you need to know? What else do I need to explain? What tools do you need? What skills do you need to be able to put this into practice of, because I guess I say like, I had to learn to contain my own emotions so that I could hear hard things like you're being, you feel like you're being a boulder between me and God and not have that like destroy me, but be able to hear like, wow, that's a really powerful way to communicate your experience. And that is not what I want you to be experiencing. And yes, I cried about it when I did 
my doodle and, you know, repented. And if I still have so many of my own big emotions inside that I can't hear that without taking it personally, without it like defining me as a bad mom and a failure, then it's just making things worse. So there's learning to deal with your own emotions and there's having a connection with the Lord yourself so that you can model that for your kids, you know, being able to ask her what the truth is, is something we've been practicing for a long time and having her listen, like, what is God saying so that you can hear this truth instead of um, just relying on logic or whatever of like, well, you know, that's not true. I'm not, you know, I want you to love the Lord. I'd never be a boulder blocking you. But if that's how she's feeling, that's, that's what matters, like validating her experience. All right. So I'll wrap this up. I need to go do some chores. Just let me know if this is helping you, what more you need for it to be helpful. And I will see you in the group. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast. I'm blessed to have you here. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can join us in the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up Facebook community. When you're ready for more support, I have the Heart Doodling with Jesus monthly membership, periodic group coaching, and one-on-one personalized coaching as well. Thank you so much for being here, and we'll see you next time.